on the daily that ain't breaking no laws so don't judge the life of the fake facebook man pretending to be happy like no one else can guess who's on kins and clump live tonight at eight special guest appearance from terry lamare so i thought i'd get myself into tip-top shape with a few arm curls this morning coffee cup goes up and coffee cup goes down kinsman that's not how you do a workout you gotta listen to me I'm tough like good time. I'll show you how it's done. You start with your push-ups. Now you give yourself a nice arch that protects your back. I look like I'm doing what? You're disgusting. Then you get your lazy butt on the treadmill. Get sweating. But before that, gotta read the instructions on how to turn this thing on. I'm going Rocky for training style as I move this washing machine. And coordination. And if you don't have balance and coordination, you have nothing. Left. And it's not all about the body. It's about educating the mind. I have watched three UFC pay-per-views on this bad boy just in the last six months. And I know good times on the show tonight, but you know what? With all my training, I'm going to tell him to his face that I'm the toughest guy in Timmins. What? Good times on the phone? Tell him I'm not here. Tell him I'm not here. Sorry, good times. Sorry, sorry. Hey, how you doing? Jamie Klopp. 
I'm good. Now, do you think after that, uh, once good times on here, he, he, he's going to kick my butt or what? He's uh, he's probably going to kick. He doesn't need too much to kick our butt. No. <laughs> Would you protect me if good time put me in one of his chokeholds? I'm, I'm going to say he can probably put us both in a chokehold at the same <laughs> yes. time at trying to join him in the octagon, which we're uh, going to have him join us in our, uh, we're going to call it the rectangle here, right? Uh, in our, our, our banner mode for Kids yeah. and Club Live. Uh, Big uh, special edition. We've got uh, Terry Goodtime Lemaire joining us on the show. And tonight's episode brought to you by Richard Wilson at uh, Wilson's Elite Auto Detailing on Wilson Avenue in Timmins. Kinsman, I stepped it up tonight for Wilson's what? Elite. First of all, this, you right? You, you know what I'm wearing? Can yeah. I show you something? Can I show you something, Kinsman? All all right, right, I'm going to adjust the camera here. Check this out. Can you see ah, that? What are you? I'm even doing a, a good time flex there. Do you like that? Wilson's Elite T-shirt. I That's come a nice T-shirt. Yeah, you're uh, you're you're a regular through yeah. uh, Wilson's Elite. Listen, I'm a slob in my car, Kinsman, so I got to go to Wilson's Elite all the time. Like slobs <laughs> like me, milkshakes spilt over there. You know, popcorn, pop. You got Will, Richard Wilson's the only guy to clean me up. That's right. And if you're looking to get yourself cleaned or your vehicle cleaned, if you've got two Great Danes like Jamie has, uh, 36 Wilson Avenue. And again, you can visit them on Facebook, Nano Ceramic Protect Timmins on their Facebook page. And yeah. uh, you, like, you can't get a better location, right? Richard Wilson is on Wilson Avenue in Timmins. How, how, how did he do that? Uh, yeah. he, he owns the street. That's right. And his building. Have you seen the outside of his building? How amazing that is? Yeah, it's really cool, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. It, uh, maybe we'll have like a Kins and Klomp caricature outside of his building next week. That, that'd be or, the maybe, or maybe our logo, right? Yes. We can get the that's Kins right. and Klomp live logo on the side of his building. Uh, okay. Wishful, wishful thinking. Listen, Kinsman, not, we always talk about me and you. You know, okay, we have two amazing guests waiting for us. Terry Goodtime Lemaire and Matthew Poulin. I, I don't know if it's Matthew or Matt. But the first thing we're going to have to ask, how formal it is. But I want to bring them on right now. Yeah. They're waiting in the lobby right this second. Bring All right. Kinsman. Here we go. There we go. Right. Terry, there's Matt. Hey. How, how you gentlemen doing? Good, you? Good, good, good. Welcome to Kins and Clav Live, of course, for those uh, tuning in. Uh, wondering who one of the best uh, fighters is on the planet right now. While well, you're looking at him in the bottom right of your screen, Terry Goodtime Lemaire holds a record now of five, <laughs> five, five wins, two losses. Yeah, that's right. What are you pointing to? Yeah. <laughs> I just look like the greatest fighter. That's all. <laughs> but yeah, Terry, Terry good time. Lemaire joining us with a, a record of five and two. Five is it? Five straight wins, Terry, after your uh, latest win in uh, Kentucky. That's uh, yeah, that's right. That's five straight wins in MMA and two in Muay Thai. So I'm actually on a seven fight, seven wow. fight win streak. Yeah, keep, keep keeping the eyes on you in that octagon. Uh, you know, take us uh, take us through that fight, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago back in Kentucky. Shepherdsville, Kentucky. You know, I I'm just going to paint the picture for our viewers. If you if you missed the pay-per-view, shame on you. Next <laughs> week, you, you should get a Terry Lemaire uh, pay-per-view on your uh, on your next fight. But That's uh, all right. I'll just send them my email so I can get my commission. That's right. Well, that's how you <laughs> fighters make your money, right? <laughs> that's right, man. You make a percentage of the fight. But, uh, you know, uh, going back to that fight, the Kentucky, every commentator, you know, the guy's fighting in his own backyard. 
And then yeah. Yeah, a kid, you know, a 31 year old kid from Timmins, Ontario, Canada, coming into, you know, possibly beat. I'm laughing at the guy's name, the Vanilla Gorilla. And, I love it, man. I love that name. <laughs> uh, I got there and I was like, man, I think I need a tan. I'm going to Kentucky. I'm from Timmins, Ontario. It's minus 30 here. I'm going to be the vanilla gorilla, right? Like, I'm pacing. <laughs> I love it. I, I, I want to know a, a little bit of the, the, the backstory of Terry. I, I want to talk about, like, what were you like maybe out of high school? Like, I pick. Here's what I'm picturing, and I watch a lot of Cobra Kai. Okay, so I'm picturing maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe young Terry was bullied, and then and then you met Matt, and you know you're 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 taking care of the mats at Matt's uh, gym, <laughs> and if sort of you win all Valley. Do we have a dramatic story here, or were you always uh, a fighter, an MMA MMA guy? No, I was actually uh, not a fighter at all, man. High school, I was pretty quiet. I was uh, I was a long, shaggy hair skateboarder. Uh-huh. And uh, I played hockey, of course, like we're in Ontario, right? So I played hockey my whole life and I skateboarded, snowboarded. And then I met Matt when I was about 17, 18 and I started kickboxing. Uh, My first sparring session, I actually broke my nose. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, yeah. I was like right under my eye socket. And the guy I was sparring just looked at me with a ghost face and I'm like, Let's keep going. What's what's wrong? That's <laughs> like, come here. And then from that moment, puts you were... Puts his hands on my nose and just puts it back into place. <laughs> and, okay. yeah, that's the backstory. And I never stopped. I've been there for 13 years now. So, Matt, how, how long have you been training Terry? Training? I think this is going on 13 years. Is that 13. what it is? Yeah. Yeah, so a long time. Is it difficult because obviously you guys are close, been friends for a long time. Is it difficult to train your friend? Is is there like boundaries that you have to set or does it make life easier? It doesn't matter. <laughs> my, no? I, I, I corner my wife and my kids when they compete. So if yeah. I could do that, Terry's easy. I <laughs> <laughs> no doubt, right? And my yeah. wife and both my sons, they compete too. So. Like I said, that's my twin brother. He does also. So if I can do it with family, everyone else is just so much easier. Yeah, that's right. So it it really is a a true brotherhood. And we know some brothers do fight. But I assume, especially when you're getting ready for a fight, both you have to be on the same page. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're both both pretty uh, compatible, I find, when it comes to fights, man. Like, we're very uh, low-key. He knows what I have to do. I know what he has to do, and we just let each other do it, and then we get into the ring, and we just mesh. It just mm-hmm. flows, man. Now, now, is it uh, is it like putting together choreography, you know, in, uh, I guess, in, in uh, I guess a fighting terminology when you get into the octagon? Like, how, how do you plan out your attack on, let's say, uh, the Vanilla Gorilla? Do you, do you study this guy, or do you just go in there, you know, I'm just going to throw the guillotine on him and see what happens? And obviously, it, uh, it <laughs> happened with a submission for you in Kentucky. Uh, do, you, do you plan that ahead of time, or is it just uh, whatever comes to your mind? I'll let Matt take that one. So what happens in a normal, a normal fight camp, uh, it can be anywhere between, like, 10 and 8 weeks, even 6 if you were kind of really already on board. But for pro... I like uh, eight weeks. So what we do is we get a name about eight weeks out. We start going to all the video we can of the opponent on uh, Instagram, YouTube, whatever, the fight, the previous fight. And, and normally we watch the last uh, three fights. And we base the whole uh, plan of attack 
like a kind of a SWOT analysis. So what Terry's good at compared to what uh, Isaiah's good at. I think that's his name. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, Isaiah. And, uh, you know, I'm thinking Isaiah was probably watching some video footage of you, Terry, heading into that fight because he tried your own guillotine move on you, which, you know, thankfully failed. Uh, does that make you more mad that he tried to beat you with your own move? Not at all, man. Like, I, I was expecting him to take me down because that was his strength. He's, uh, he's a black belt in BJJ. But like I was telling Matt, like we, we were going to strike with him, but I told him like anywhere it goes, I could take him. But the one thing Matt stressed for this fight was because I would always jump guard for my guillotine. He's like, don't you jump guard on this guy, okay? <laughs> if he gets on top of you, he's going to hold you there. So I don't know. He was probably a little upset when he saw me grab that guillotine and jump guard. But, but I, I know if he, he jumps, <laughs> there's a good reason. So I only have half a heart attack. What yeah. what goes obviously intensive training goes into prepare for a fight, and some of these fights can end instantaneously. Um, yeah. You finished off the guy fairly quickly, but when yeah. you when you're in that chokehold in that moment, does something go through your mind like I have to do something immediately to change this, or is it just instincts? It's not immediate. It's just uh, it's the training kicks in. You know, it's not yeah. like I. I panic and then try and get out of it. I just do all the right little techniques to make sure that he can't finish it because he's a black belt, right? So if I could think before him and get my techniques, like uh, do the proper techniques to stop him from finishing that choke, then that's what I'm doing, right? So that that was tight. Like it was tight. I'm not going to lie. Like it, it was right under the neck and uh, I could feel myself uh, struggling near the end. But I was doing the right things. I was pushing his knee down so he wouldn't be able to lock up his guard on me. And I just kept butt scooting or torquing, if you will. Okay. <laughs> and uh, I popped my head out and got my own. And then you I reverse see. it on him and then put him into submission. It must feel great beating their hometown guy, their hero. Yeah. You know, he, he was yeah. walking into the fight at eight and two. Uh, you know, you 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 put another dent into his uh, loss record. Uh, like the yeah. comments were saying, this guy's going to win. Like, I don't think they ever thought that you would come in under the radar and beat, you know, the, the vanilla gorilla. But you did yeah. in submission fashion. It's, it's got to be a great feeling. Oh, it was amazing. But you know what? Coming from Timmins, Ontario, guys, we're always in their backyard. Every fight I ever have, like I'm in Montreal, I'm in Quebec City. I'm always in their backyard, and that's what I do. I just 20 beat their 29, of, 29 <laughs> out of 30 fights, right? 29 yeah. of your 30 fights have been away from Timmins. So he's right. only been the hometown guy once in 30. Yeah. You must thrive off that a bit, though. But I, I, I'm thinking, you know, after you won, it's dead silence. And to me, that's a compliment because you shocked the – you must – that must have been something you were proud of, you know, to silent people and say, listen, I'm here now. Yeah, that was uh, it was a big moment for me, man, because, like, I've always been overlooked, I find, in my career. And uh, I was telling Matt, I was like, I'm going to make a statement here. He's like, I think you're going to KO him. I'm like, you know what, I think so, too. And – it happened to be a submission, but uh, either way, man, like uh, everybody was watching that one, man. There was a lot of big eyes. There was uh, UFC matchmakers and a lot of other people watching this fight. So it looks good for us, man. And it puts Timmons on the map, which is uh, another plus. Certainly does. Uh, you know, even, even your fight previous, uh, people saying that UFC was on the radar. Now, after this fight, uh, UFC, the Dana Whites, uh, do you know any of uh, the big wigs or anybody notify you stating that uh, we're going to try to get you to the UFC octagon? Obviously, now that we're 
you know, loosening restrictions here in the province of Ontario as things loosen with COVID. Uh, do you see yourself fighting in the UFC uh, for that main bout? I do. I do see it coming very soon, man. But like I was telling Matt, like whatever comes next, I'd love to have a title around my waist too before I make it to the UFC, man. Like that's been a big thing for me. I had it in amateur. I won a national Muay Thai uh, title also. And I'd like to get that pro title before I make the jump. But if the call comes first, I'm not going to say no, right? No, that's it. You're going to jump on the plane or uh, in this case, you you guys tried to drive through, you know, with COVID and uh, ended up flying. You almost missed the boat. Uh, you, you made it by, what, a couple hours to the weigh-in? That's right. Yeah, that was wild, man. <laughs> Yeah, well, obviously, there's a lot of complications getting across the border. And, you know, I'm following your story. I Originally, were you guys supposed to drive across the border? Then you had issues. Then you rerouted back to Toronto. And the promoter helped you fly there and get to the event. Is that what happened? Yeah. So we, we drove to Sault Ste. Marie. We were in contact with the border, too, for, like, Matt was in contact with them emailing just to make sure that they'll let us cross because it was for work purposes and they wouldn't they wouldn't give us a straight answer like they didn't even know man they're like i don't know what the government's implementing right now <laughs> so like we're gonna deem you essential when you get to the border we're like okay six hour drive let's go <laughs> yes so we got there and we had our pandemic book and we had a nice binder and everything with all our stops we have the promoter's uh, signature on it saying we're going for work we had our, our pee break stops, our gas stops, everything, man. Everything so um, it was looking pretty good. The The Border Patrol guy was right into UFC, so he's asking a bunch of questions, and he's, like, all pumped up that uh, this was a big fight for us. And we're like, oh, sweet. We got a fan. We got this, man. We're going to win. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so then uh, they pull us aside, and uh, two other guys come out. So – we're sitting there for about 20 minutes and they kicked it up, I guess, to the people behind the desk. Right. And, uh, you know how that usually goes, uh, didn't go our way and we ended up getting turned around. So yeah, we were circling, uh, Sault Ste. Marie for an hour, uh, kind of just not, we, we didn't, we didn't know what we were doing. Mm -hmm. Do you like, I would assume like, like if everything goes well, you want to get to the event early, get a good night's rest. And obviously, if you're scrambling at the last minute, were you worried this was going to throw you off or you always expect the unexpected? Well, this this was a definitely a special case, right? This yeah. has never happened before. I didn't think we were going to make it, man. I, I didn't think we were going to be able to go because we had to get a pre-COVID test before getting onto a flight also in Toronto, right? Mm -hmm. Which is uh, seven hours from uh, Sault Ste. Marie. Oh. Yeah. So... Everything's closed at this time. It was about 5 o'clock when we got turned around at the border. We're talking to the promoter. trying. He was trying to get COVID tests for us in Toronto for the next day in the morning. So we had to drive to Sudbury yeah. while I was eating popcorn because I was stress eating. <laughs> I was talking to my nutritionist, and he could hear me eating the popcorn. He's like, Terry, you still have two days you can make it put it down <laughs> so yeah i put the popcorn down and then uh we slept in sudbury we well, uh to Toronto in in the morning. what was that matt rested in sudbury yeah yeah no real we'll come at 6 a.m 
And then uh, we had a COVID test on Young Street in Toronto at 11, which we made it about 15 minutes before. And then we booked flights, man. And I had to cut weight an extra uh, a day early because we wouldn't have had time to cut the weight in Kentucky. Holy smokes, eh? Yeah. So I was in my hotel in Toronto on Thursday. Weigh-ins were Friday night. And I had to cut, well, what, 12, 14 pounds. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. So what do you do in the sauna on a bike? Uh, how, how did you get down to weight, uh, weight you know, like the, the proper weight before that weigh-in? I just let Matt uh, put the reins around me, and I just pull him through the parking lot. <laughs> no, we got a we had a portable sauna because all saunas are closed right now, right? Okay. So I got this little sauna where I my head pops out, my arms could pop out, and uh, we put the sauna suit on, and that's how I lost it all. Now, what happens if you do weigh in and you're just a smidge over the weight? Would you have not made the fight? Is that is that how strict they are with the weight class categories? Uh, no, they just take a percentage of your uh, winnings. So they take, I think, 20%, right, Matt? I think it's, I think it's 20% in Kentucky, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. I never yeah. realized that. Yeah. If, you're over, if you're over X amount, then they fight just canceled. Yeah. Oh, wow, eh? Yeah. But we've never missed weight, and I – I was telling the promoter, like, just because of the circumstances, I was like, I'm not sure if I'll make that weight. So they're nice enough to uh, give us a uh, catch weight. So we got an extra few pounds out of it. <laughs> nice. Do, do they have to go to your opponent's camp and say, listen, here's the situation. Do you agree? Yeah, that's exactly what it was. And, you know, sometimes they could be, you know, douchey about it, but they were very awesome. Like, they totally got it. He was cutting weight just like me, right? He was having a rough cut. That's the big thing about like mixed martial arts. Everybody cuts weight, and it's kind of like a mute point now. Because before, back in the day, they would do it so you'd have a weight advantage, right? Okay. But nowadays, everybody's, everybody's doing it. So it's so pointless. We we I'm sure you've answered this question a ton of times, but a couple people, you know, um, where do you get the nickname Good Time? I'm sure people ask you this all. All the time, is this is this something that's carried with you your whole life? Is the story like PG? Is it uh, beyond PG? <laughs> it's pretty PG. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, like I'm just I don't know. I'm very charismatic, and I always like to have a good time, no matter what I'm doing. I put those positive vibes out, and. Uh, where it did originate from was in my younger days when I was in high school and me and some friends were getting ready to uh, take a night on the town, uh -huh. you know, bust a few moves. <laughs> and um, I left my phone number upstairs for my, my friend's older sister, you know, with a few beer in me. <laughs> and uh, the next morning I saw the note and it said, if you're looking for a good time, Call Terry, and it kind uh, of just stuck. Okay. <laughs> she never it's stuck ever since. Right? <laughs> I like that the, the the old the old message on the toilet, right? And uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. little post-it note. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then you barge in, right? Stick them in exactly. The they, they they don't want to have a good time with you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and then the guillotine comes on. No. Yeah. <laughs> So, so, so what happens now? I, I know you you begin training for your next fight, but
but when does like the full regimen, the diet, does that kick in immediately or do you give yourselves a couple of weeks? I know you're quarantining right now, but do you give yourselves a couple of weeks to enjoy life a little bit or do you right back into the action? I enjoyed a little too much, Jamie. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I saw the post from Urban Farm. They uh, they gave you quite the snacks, eh? Oh, they, they had quite the spread, man. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Yeah. Good, but, good uh, yeah, that's going to be a big thing for me, too. Uh, Urban Farm reached out to me, and I think we're going to be collaborating for my next fight and everything. So that's awesome. They're supporting me. Yeah. Yeah. Look at this! Um, look at this viewer, Kinsman. Cloth thinks he's tougher than Terry. Why? Come on now! No, it's just a comedy video. <laughs> That's how it but, starts in the schoolyard, right? Yeah. But, but, but let, let me ask you a serious question, uh, Terry. Do you think I could take down Kinsman, or is he just uh, a weight up on me? You know what, man? I think you'd be pretty agile. I think if you just go for his ankles, you could take him down. Oh, the ankles. Okay. I thought it was my lethal arms. Yeah, I got to go for the ankles. You, you, didn't, you didn't like my, my arm curls this morning, right? Hey, man, I'm right with you, Kingsman. I do three of those a day. Yeah. Coffee all day. Uh, Matt, I, I did want to ask you a question. Obviously, today's a big day for uh, local businesses in the yeah. city. Uh, reopening to some degree, thank God. How are things going at uh, over at your end, and, and what can folks expect uh, in terms of your opening? Uh, so what we're doing, actually, since I'm I'm in quarantine, we didn't open up today, but we're planning. Uh, my wife's going to go in and run a couple classes this week, kind of test it out. But for kind of like what we do, the orange zone is was very, very, very tricky. Mm -hmm. So we had to run a lot of things by the, uh, the health unit, but because of the long weekend, everyone was closed, so we needed to get some answers done today. So it looks like we're going to be open tomorrow for um, for two classes and then uh, four more classes this week. And then next week we go to a little bit of a higher schedule since I'm there. Right. Excellent. Yeah. Now, do, you, do you find more people are now trying to become the next Terry LaMare of Timmins now that they see what Terry's doing <laughs> and, you know, what he's, you know, kicking the butt in that octagon? Or are really, you no. I think big, I think for bigger cities that works better, but for us it doesn't seem to attract anybody too much. We just have our regular folks. Well, right. we got a few guys. We got some guys actually that came from uh, out of town that uh, moved down here a few months ago. One guy from Tamiskaming, another guy from North Bay that uh, wanted to start training full time, and they came down here to train at Total Martial Arts Center because they know that we have such a great uh, gym and camp here, and we have Matthew Poulain too. So that, that's exciting because uh, it'll be a few more guys on the amateur circuit to train with me and uh, to build up our MMA team, amateur MMA team, which is awesome. Sounds mm -hmm. amazing. Now, for those, you know, wanting to get into the sport of MMA, what uh, what is mixed martial arts? What, what are you combining into uh, the octagon for a little one saying, I, I want to try this? I'll do it. Yeah. So what we do at uh, TMAC, uh, so mixed martial arts is a combination of different styles. So our styles come from, uh, like I have a boxing background, so we do a lot of like Red Mastodon, old school boxing, uh, okay. Muay Thai. We have our, so that's our striking component, it's our boxing and our Muay Thai. And for our uh, wrestling, we do uh, Sambo, Russian Sambo, and freestyle mm -hmm. wrestling. And then for the ground, we also do Sambo and Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. So those, and then we kind of add some X factors in from other styles I've done over the years, and we kind of mesh them all together. We have, I have a little system that we teach, and okay. we just go from there. We build people from uh, right here and go all the way up. Right. So, so whether it's it's your first time working out in your life, 
to rather, you know, you, you've been in, involved in MN, MMA for many years. You probably have classes and training sessions for everyone of all categories. Everybody, everybody. So we have our youngest student is probably like four or five years old. Our okay. oldest student is like seven, uh, 73. John Zhang Yi was, is. Yeah, so oh. everybody, yeah. everybody's in there. Nice. <laughs> Maybe we can get you in there, Mark. We, yeah. we, we should be able to do a class in there, right? Once, uh, you know, restrictions allow, Jamie and I should yeah. put, uh, you know, our our MMA skills to the test, which aren't yeah, let's do that. Aren't too many skills involved there with us. Maybe, <laughs> instead, of, maybe right. instead of Jamie being the voice of celebrity boxing, he could yeah. maybe be in the ring. No, oh. no, no, no. <laughs> I, I'm just more of a talker, but uh, <laughs> yes, but... I, I know I, I know I need a very good workout routine and someone to be a, a little tough on me and that and, and, and challenging uh, ch ch taking on new challenges so, so to me that must be pretty exciting but like at your end Matt obviously you've had to make a lot of changes since last March um, have these been dramatic changes that you've had to the limitations of people that can come in the gym but is there anything else significant that you've had to overcome besides the closures of course just for well, the most part is the thing I worry about the most is some of our people and people in the community going through a rough time during the lockdown. That's almost sometimes even worse than what's going on in the city itself because we didn't really get hit that hard, right? Well, mm -hmm. we did in Cap, so that's, that's, that's sad. But in town here, we have a lot of uh, a lot of people that need outlets, so little things for their mental health. No, I think I that's the thing that's missing the most during the lockdown is people seeing people, that connection, the human connection with people, yeah. stress, things like that. Yeah, no, and, and, and even just being in your house for significant periods of time, and you're right, without having your stress relief factors, whether it's working out or actually seeing someone and having a conversation rather mm -hmm. just online, it, you know, it's it, we're close to a year now. And, well, uh, over the last 11 months, I think we were open for three and a half. Other than that, we were shut down. And then we were, we, we were open, it was very limited. So uh, during the last shutdown, we went from 100% uh, capacity to 50. And now I think when we open up this week, it's like 40, 30, not even. So it's tough, but we're trying to get as many people in there as possible. Like I said, the gym, the gym is a, a lot of things to a lot of people, right? So yeah. even if we could be open for a little bit, it's, it's better than nothing. You know, yeah, yeah that's right. And, and, and hopefully this is the beginning of a positive trend mm -hmm. um, because, you know, it, it's it's difficult for, for small businesses without revenue coming in, how long you can survive. Yeah, exactly. And nice. I said, the only reason we stayed open was the uh, members because we didn't really get any of those grants yet. So we're still waiting on those. So the only reason we're open is because of our members. Yeah. Melanie says, uh, going to TMAC has been amazing for my mental health and was sad when they had the close. So exactly what you're saying, Matt, you know, people need that outlet and, and you get to see people and enjoy yourself and work out and, and you lose that for a significant amount of time. Yeah, it does play a toll on folks. Oh, it certainly yeah. does. Yeah, that's right. So we had another comment from Pascal says, buy a good time too. So where, where, where can we pick up some good time merch? And, good time and merch. Yeah. Yeah, I got, yeah. I got what you guys want, man. Let me know your sizes and I'll hook you guys up. I got t-shirts, I got sweaters, whatever you guys want. There you go. In quarantine, you'll be uh, doing shirt cannons outside of a window until you're hey, uh, man. I got to make my money somehow, right? Yeah. <laughs> hey, got to survive, right? So this is uh, you know, the cards that were dealt. Uh, Jay Gilbert says, where is the good time merch, Terry? Can uh, 
<laughs> you have uh, your your websites and Facebook pages. Just uh, just message you. Yeah, just message me on Facebook, and uh, I'll hook you guys up. What's your What's your Facebook and Instagram again, Terry? Terry, good time, Lemare, man. There it is. <laughs> yeah, and who would I? I'd be like Jamie Crusher Clomp, I think maybe. Would you? What would I be? Uh, well, nicknames. The one, nicknames is a weird one. You can't really. Uh, you just you earn those things. You just. Oh, you don't I can't just give it to myself. It's considered super bad luck. So. <laughs> how yeah. about how about Jamie Butter Biscuits Clump? <laughs> well earned. Well earned. Nicknames things you don't like, so it's perfect. Yeah. yeah. Kins ankle burner Kinsman. Kins Kins worked when I played defense in hockey. I don't know if Kins would work in an octagon. That's actually pretty good. I like that. Yeah. And and then for you, Matt, all the updates on T Mac. Of course, you have the you have a Facebook page. Yeah, we have uh, uh, Facebook.com, uh, Timmons MMA, and that's pretty much where we're doing uh, everything because we our email pretty much just got shut down from being flooded so much. So uh, we're trying to reach more people at once with like group posts and everything, just to, so we can communicate communicate better than uh, we yeah. are right now. That's good. So so before you guys leave, I want to show you this. We always give away something on the show. And tonight we're giving away a twenty dollar uh, gift card to the McIntyre Coffee yes, Shop. And people will have to answer this question: How long would you last in a good time chokehold? So, <laughs> okay. I'm going to say point uh, two seconds. <laughs> so, so we're going to find out who thinks they're tough or not. But but we're, we're, we'll get we're we're going to pick the most clever answer. We have our guy At Mitch. The end of the show. Okay. And, uh, Let's ask. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, gorilla, vanilla fun. gorilla. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, he didn't last long. No, he didn't last too long at all. He's a professional, okay. So, <laughs> BJJ black belt. Yeah, very tough. Well, congratulations uh, to you, Terry and to you, Matt on the reopening and yeah, all success. We're, we're we're following you right through, Terry, local guy, doing good. You always have our support. Mark and I are going to get there. We'll reach out to you and we'll get some merch. We'll wear it on the show. And uh, yes. awesome. we'll work on our push-ups at the same time. Maybe we'll get a few personal training sessions in there for you guys. Yeah. You know what? It would be it, it would be, uh, be awesome to get into the octagon with you guys or at least onto the, the, the crash mats to see what we there can you do. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just do the announcing, but I don't know if I'm going to get it. <laughs> Anyways, thanks a lot, guys. No, you guys are uh, in quarantine. Joy, be safe, and uh, we'll be following both of you. All right, we'll see, you your next fight. we'll see you at your next fight there, Terry, and uh, thanks for your dropping in there, Matt. Sounds you. good, guys. Okay. Okay. See you, gentlemen. All right, Kinsman, that was awesome, right? Awesome. Yeah, you know, Terry, Terry Lemaire, follow him on Facebook. Good guy. And uh, again, grab the merch as, yeah, you know, when, when, when people say, or, you know, I remember his last fight there when it was, uh, you know, leading up to that Isaiah fight, get the pay-per-view. You always hear people say, oh, I should have done that. Well, you know what? This is how they make their money. So if you see a pay-per-view with Terry Lemaire tied to that pay-per-view, you know, pick it up. You're going to you're gonna help a, a local fighter out who's on a seven-fight winning streak in his professional career, which is uh, pretty darn exciting. Yeah. Okay. So once again, we're giving away a $20 gift certificate for the McIntyre Coffee Shop. All you need to do is in the comment section, tell us how long you think you would last in a good time chokehold. And we will pick one win them at 
one winner at random or maybe the most clever. <laughs> and you'll get the prize tomorrow. So we're quick with this delivery, right, Kinsman? Yeah, we uh, certainly are. We've got a prize tonight. Uh, we're giving away a $50 entertainment pack from Elite Geeks on a Thursday, part That's of right. our next small business night. Okay, a couple quick locals, Mitch, and then Mitch Wilson. There were Timmons Rock looking for a new coach. What? Yeah, wasn't, wasn't quite the, the rock news I was looking for today. Obviously, the uh, NOJHL, now that everything has gone orange or back into orange, uh, I was hoping that we'd maybe hear back to play. But uh, this story coming up at The Rock and uh, their head coach, Corey Beer, he has uh, regretfully announced his resignation and is now uh, moving to a new job in uh, the Okanagan Valley, Okanagan Hockey Academy out in BC, wants to be closer to his family. You know, with COVID, uh, a little tough, you know, on everybody, including, you know, someone who is away from his family. So Corey Beer has uh, stepped down as the coach of the Timmins Rock. Question is, who's going to coach? Maybe maybe you or I. That's <laughs> right. The remainder of the season. I do, well, my Senators did beat your Leafs last night, so I know a little bit about <laughs> hockey right now. You know what? Don't uh, don't 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 rub that. All in. right, fine. We were up five one. Yeah, you fell apart, Kins. Look, come on, get get over it. So, a lot of local businesses are reopening. I'm excited. Cinema Six. I miss being in the theater. Popcorn flying everywhere. Big screen, oversized drink. I usually go for the refill. It's opening up when Friday. It's opening up on the weekend. It says uh, this is the post from uh, Imagine Cinema. It says showtimes will be available soon. It says follow them on Facebook. We will reopen with News of the World and Wonder Woman 1984 this Friday. And Tom and Jerry will open on Friday, February the 26th. But they say due to uh, limited capacity and people in the theaters, they say it's best to buy your ticket online because if you show up, you you just might not get a you know, I, I take it to the movie. All right, then. But good to see them back, though. Good. Good to see them back. I will probably be there this weekend. Certainly. Lent, Lent is around the corner. Uh, <laughs> uh, tomorrow. Okay, tomorrow. I grew up Roman Catholic. Uh, it was always very important to us. We always made these small sacrifices at Lent. Um, so what's going on? Are you giving up anything for Lent, Kinsman? Well, that's, yeah, that's the whole thing, right? What are you giving up for the next 40 days? You know, uh, my, my, my Toronto Maple Leafs, you know, it's funny you said that uh, they lost 5-6-5, uh, mm -hmm. leading 5-1 at time. At, uh, they were at 5-1. Heading into the third, losing six five year Ottawa Senators. They always yeah. do this in and around Lent. They they forget how to play hockey for forty days okay. in, the, in the NHL. But uh, no, but uh, there was a cool post I wanted to pass along. And before I get to the post, uh, what are you giving up for Lent? Anything that you're going to give up for forty days? Uh, I don't know, Kinsman. Maybe I'll give up shaving my head and I'll grow whatever little hair I have. That's it. Well, um, no, you know what? You know what? Uh, uh, now that now that we know good time and we know like he's a dedicated to workout, maybe, maybe I'll start eating right. Like I'll have one of those urban farm protein meals, like Good Time does, and uh, really start showing off this strength here. Eat eat healthy. That's I guess that's not that's giving up junk food. That's what you're gonna do in the 40 days, but uh, this cool post I saw along on Facebook today, I thought I'd pass it along, 40 bags in 40 days. Anybody see this on Facebook throughout the city? And here's mm -hmm. how that works. Instead of giving up sweets for Lent, the post says, try giving up clutter. So go to your you know, nooks and crannies of your house or your mm -hmm. apartment, your crawl space, and each day of Lent, fill a bag of any size with things no longer 
that you need and then donate those bags at the end of Lent of that clutter to uh, a local charity of your choice. I thought that was a cool post and I wanted Very to bring cool. it on the show here. I like, it. I like it. Chris says he thinks he can give up lettuce. Joanne says she's giving up housework. Work. I've given up on housework uh, years yeah. ago. Uh, a couple comments about the theater opening. Movies yes. cannot wait. Chad is inviting us over for a theater experience. Me That's too. Me cool. too. All right. Thanks. Chad. All right. And you, and you want to see uh, a couple guesses about uh, who can last in a, a chokehold from Good Time? Linda Perry says five seconds. Okay. Nicole says point five. I, I, I'm with Nicole. Five seconds from Matthew mm -hmm. Jean. And seeing stars. So he has the added bonus. <laughs> Melanie has a good one until I pass out. I, pass out, yeah. <laughs> I, I like that one. And how about this one from uh, Tom and Karen? Luke, Luke, nine, I'd run away. That's a Jamie Clomp answer. I don't know right? you, could you run away in the octagon? You'd have to do, uh, you probably get disqualified climbing out. <laughs> okay, so something, uh, one last before we bring Mitch on. So something embarrassing happened to me today. Oh, I did this. I, I okay, listen, I got to tell people this. So I went to pick up the crop. I bought a meal worth $30. Of course, while I'm there, I'm talking with people because this, I just like to talk. Obviously. So I'm talking about the show and the talk where I have Terry on tonight, Terry and Matt. And I go to pay for the meal and my debit card is declined for 30 bucks. And I'm like, tell the girl, I swear to God, I have 30 bucks in my account. Like I have 70. Okay. I have 70. I can buy two of these meals. But here's the problem. I, I brought the wrong debit card uh, with me, an old one. I'm like, can you try it again? There's a mistake declined. Can you try it again? Declined. And of course, instead of walking away, the fourth time, Kinsman, she got your cards declined, Jamie Klomp, right in front of the store. Uh, so they probably, maybe we'll get some donations because they think Kins and Klomp are broke. So then. <laughs> no, no, no one was reaching out going here. I'll, I'll take this one. Yes. So I went back to my car, <laughs> went back to my car, hoping to find my other card, bank card, and come back in with the redemption story. I got the money. I swear to God, tap away. Wasn't in my car. I had to drive all the way back to Porcupine, all the way there. back to pick of the crop. Time I got there, no one's around again to see my redemption that I can afford a $30 meal, Kinsman. Redeemed. You should have called me, man. That's what that's what happens when you're stuck in Timmins. You call the, the Timmins boy. Give would you call. have lent me would you have lent me 30 bucks for my meal? I, I would have driven down and yeah, taken care of the, the debt for you. Thank you, Kinsman. I'll remember that next time. Maybe I go to <laughs> yeah, that's right. for a pizza. Just gonna ask me how much is in my account before I start bailing you out, right? We got a very detailed answer here on how yes. long you can last in the chokehold. I believe the time limit is something like five one five one minute before the brain starts to die from lack of oxygen. Depends on how you define brain death. Damage begins one minute, but I'm already brain dead. That's a good answer, Mitch Wilson. If you're watching in the background for creativity, there it is. Uh, Oh, look at this. Joanne would what have paid for me. That's just so Joanne. nice. Joanne's awesome. It. Joanne, I don't know if you saw those pictures, posted them on our uh, Kins and Klomp live Facebook page, my personal page. She she do uh, she did the the caricatures of yes. Kins and Klomp. You Amazing. wearing that exact toque. Yes. She's and me awesome. with my hair. She's awesome. Isn't okay. She you ready to hear from our, our young millennial friend Mitch Wilson? That's right. There Let's he is. All right. Is. You can hear me just fine. And I got to add to the last one. Um, Mark Kinsman is that type of dude. I remember um, not one, but two days. Uh, Mark Kinsman came when I locked myself out. The, the good old fashioned smoke breaks uh, at the radio station. 
forgetting the key cards on the counter. Hey, Mark, it's Saturday. Do you mind uh, popping by the station? I, I kind of locked myself out. And I was there. Questions asked yeah. Both times within like yeah. minutes. I used to know a guy in Thunder Bay and he, he, he revealed to me he never paid for a meal. And this is a terrible story. You know what he did? He did the tip trick. So That's what he did know. is you go out for a meal and this is what he did. So you go out for a meal and you leave a tip, right? So he would be the last to pay and he would add up all the tips. And if he figured out that's the price of his meal, he wouldn't pay nothing. So now we all leave the table like a group of seven or eight. And really with the the, the waiter, the waitress comes by and just thinks we never left a tip after all that great service. Oh, that is sneaky <laughs> no. to an agreement. I prefer my buddy's uh, brother. It, it's his older brother who would do this move where he'd be like, all right, guys, let's go for breakfast. Um, you finish eating breakfast. Stand up. Oh, um, uh, where? Oh, 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 geez. Oh, the wallet. Put up the card on me. I'll be it's, right back. Uh, it's somewhere. No, no, not be right back. Just, oh, I don't have the card on me. Who's paying? <laughs> Chris Thank says, I would have paid you, for it too. Man, I'm starting to think I have friends there, Kinsman. <laughs> All right. Mitch Wilson, how long could you last in a good time chokehold? Oh, <laughs> does this go into the negative, Jamie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. It's worth, it's worth 20 bucks. Okay. So what do you got for us, Mitch? If I'm being uh, generous. I'll be, uh, I'll say I can, <laughs> Never mind. All right. Um, what I got for us tonight is first of all, my hero of the month. Mm -hmm. This one is a well vaunted award. Uh, people around the world talk about which, uh, Mitchell Wilson's hero of the month is going to be okay. last year, 2020, who took the entire year was a guy who didn't pay for his license plate stickers since 1997 oh nice well i believe this is over in connecticut or something some state in the states and uh police pulled him over and asked him about it and he said i was busy <laughs> oh since 97 for 23 nice. years pretty cautious driver though from 97 and now to not get pulled over until yeah. you know this year my thought is he didn't take it out much because that i mean this is this is cited and sourced i didn't just hear it from a guy i heard it from a guy like there's news articles about this because of how bizarre it is but no. it is uh it's interesting to think i you got to think he kept it in a carport for most of the year if that's the case <laughs> this would mitch would pass out before the choke hold. yeah of Probably. course we said that chad come on we know yeah, <laughs> yeah. maybe yeah. maybe chad's a front winner you 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 are picking the uh the winner tonight mitch but nonetheless i love i love that story so the guy eventually gets caught and there's probably a big fine at the end of this story right uh i think it I, i'm not sure it actually doubles up I think the first time you get caught, there's a fine for that. I'm, I'm sorry I don't have the details. For, and, and given he was my hero of last year, I should know this. But uh, throw up my screen right now. We'll talk about my hero of this particular month. Oh, Mitch. poor Mitch. Okay. All right, okay. <laughs> All right, Mitch. 90-year-old man spends $10,000 on two ads in Wall Street Journal to tell AT&T CEO about his slow internet service. Uh, so a 90-year-old California man... Uh, took out two ads in the Wall Street Journal, which set him back more than $10,000 to let the CEO know about his abysmal internet service. May seem like an extreme measure, but this dude, Aaron Epstein, he's 90 years old. He's been a customer since the 60s. That's, mm -hmm. all, that, that's 60 years almost at this point, right? <laughs> yeah. So he didn't have any complaints for about two decades, but... Couple years ago, he got, uh, I bet his grams. This is the thing. We just did this to my grandparents this year. We got him a smart TV so they could watch Netflix. They'd never done that before, right? Mm -hmm. They'd only used like the, the Bell Express View type thing, cable and some other households, I'm sure. 
but you know, the tried and true. And they're getting to know this thing and they're loving the Netflix. They're loving the streaming service. So I'm guessing that's what the grandparents did. And he says it was like watching a slideshow because of how, how slow this was. He was paying for 3.5 megabits per second, only getting 1.5. Uh, so we ended up shelling $10,000 or over that for, for the two ads, one in Dallas where the AT&T headquarters is, the other in Manhattan. And he had hoped that the um, the one in Manhattan would convince people who do the Wall Street stuff to put some pressure on the company to help him or else he'd right. keep doing the negative publicity thing. And uh, he says it's money well spent. The ad was titled, Open Letter to Mr. John T. Stanky. <laughs> now there's a there's a last name for you and 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 of course i would never mock anyone for having an odd last name of course uh, uh jamie you you and i come from the dutch heritage uh, right. my mother's maiden name is kukuk uh, right. you you explain that to a bunch of other people who are also eight years old in the schoolyard and they, they got a couple of chuckles for that one right joanne said her mother uh her mother is 94 and owns a smart tv is on Facebook. Facebook. Well, Joanne, your mother is further ahead than Merck Kinsman. Yeah. So. <laughs> Did you like you know, I, I, I'm sure people have heard this before. Like, you know, when when my first when my folks first started getting in the FaceTime, you would like a lot of the conversations would be like this, right? You know that, right? I, I you know, where, where where do I look? You know, you 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 get a lot of that. But good good for them. Oh yeah. And so, so Mr. This oh. reminds me also of, uh, of my, my, um, I had an old neighbor, uh, I guess a neighbor's boyfriend or whatever, but they were, they were pretty serious together, but he had changed his last name cause he didn't like his birth father. Uh, but the name he changed it to was Skidmore. And again, no, no offense to anyone named Skidmore, but yeah. like, you know, if you, if you're changing your last name, you could do anything you want. I go back to the old Homer Simpson, Max power. Like that's yeah. his full name. Right. And, no. My mother-in-law paid for internet with Eastlink for eight years and never used it. Now they want to charge her four hundred dollars for their Wi-Fi box. Ooh, that doesn't. Uh, it's almost like the the, the right. library book, but in yeah. technology. Well, there, there's also the old move. My parents um, dealt with this for for years with the rural internet, and anyone who's out outside the fiber op range definitely understands that. Just like um, our our fella here, Epstein, that. Uh, was having a hard time with his internet. It's like you call them up and they're like, oh yeah, we can in increase the speed for you. As if so, they hadn't had your account for seven years and you never complained. It's, it's almost as if complaining to the company gets you what they should have been giving you in the first place. Right. I love this on Mitch's first story. So my husband drove around for three years. So, you know, it, it is a self-emission night. So, you know, I, I admitted I was too broke. I got declined for a $30 meal. Chris is admitting, you know, her husband drove around for three years, I guess with the license sticker violation. Do Mitch and Mark want to make any emissions tonight to release the full? Any confessions? No, you've, I, uh, you've taken the cake tonight. We're uh, we're gonna run with your story there. I leave when I when I have leftovers. I leave the fork on the plate and cover the whole plate, and then use the fork the next night. Oh, Mitch, you took the easy way out. Don't don't make, <laughs> don't make me play the lane. I, I, I got worse ones, but the public don't need to know. That's between me and God. <laughs> so. All right. All right, well, what else you got? Um, okay, so so yeah, basically the fastest available in his spot now, three megabits per second. Uh, he his competitors, he says, has uh, speeds over two hundred megabits per second in his area, which almost makes you think that it would have been easier to just switch internet companies than take ten thousand dollars worth of ads out um, in, in newspapers. But I guess this guy is really a man of the people, and so I, I respect. This is why he's a hero. 
He could have just switched over to a competitor. He did not. He decided to go after the system, uh, make a make a loud noise <laughs> so that the, they would fix it for his entire neighborhood. Isn't that the neighbor that you want in, in your uh, neck of the woods? That is, that is the neighbor that I want. Check out this guy. Jamie Clough versus Terry. Le what did I start up here tonight, Kinsman? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I, I tell you what, like if, if this is going to happen, I, I don't need nice neighbors, Mitch. You, you know what I really need? I what need, do you need? If I'm getting in the ring with Terry Lemaire, first of all, I'm going to need Kinsman as my bodyguard. I'll need Mitch as my I'll be your trainer. Yes. You'll, you'll be my trainer? Yeah. Well, I was thinking more of a bodyguard and Mitch to be my mouthpiece to talk me out of any situations. But uh, Hey, if, if anything for charity. We all right, Clomper, he's going to come at you. He's going to come at you hard. So what you got to do is you got to get – the heck away from here. Run three blocks over. There's a Wendy's. You duck in there. Go to the girls' washroom, and I will meet you there in 15 minutes to pick you up and take you out of the state. How do you think? <laughs> what do you think? It's not going to help my street, street cred there, Wilson. Well, at least oh, – okay, the alternative is getting your butt kicked. So, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. take your choice. I don't know. Yeah, let's give away uh, this. All right. Yes, we have something to give away. Yes, we do. Uh, Mitt – Mitch has been watching the comments too, right? Have you found anything that's super impressive? Uh, okay. Um, I like the comment about someone actually being disgusted about my fork thing. You as dudes were both like, oh, yeah, yeah, don't, like, yeah. That, that's normal. Uh, Joanne, on the other hand, said, ew, Mitch, and almost definitely had to do with my fork and the leftovers. Right. But we're <laughs> talking here now specifically about. I remember, I remember. And uh, I, who, what was the first name of the fella who said he'd be seeing stars? Because I liked that one. Was it Mark or, or Matthew Jean? Okay. I got to go way back. I there. know. I'm doing the same in the comment section. Matthew Jean, I believe. Yep. Matthew Jean with the, with the single T. Matthew, I'm not, I, do you have a timestamp on that? I, well, I, I remember the name, not the call. I'm so sorry. All well. Right. I will find Matt. We'll, we'll reach out for a Matthew Jean. He, he he's oh, there. He's it. there. You recognize it. Five seconds. That's it. That's the one. Thank you, Jamie. All right. So Matthew Jean wins a twenty dollars gift certificate from the McIntyre Coffee Shop. Thank you very much, uh, Matthew. A million great comments. Um, we will reach out to you after the show, Matthew, and by the latest tomorrow morning to let you know how you can pick that up. So you got one more for us, Mitch, before we say goodbye? I see you have something loaded up there. Well, we, we might as well do it if we're going to do it. So this is my top Zoom fails of the year, and I believe my audio is going to be on. So we, we start off with, okay, so bit of bit of premise of course actually you guys barely need none you get it zoom's yeah. been on the thing for 11 months now uh everyone's been doing it so naturally people ended up in some sticky situations uh yeah. we'll, we'll call it pg-13 though there's nothing actually explicit in here okay subject matter is is implied given the fact that people were caught not wanting to be doing it home office with a bang is the title of this one it's not what you think Oh. <laughs> I like that one. All right. And and now we got to keep going along because this is the best uh, technology that I can find with. Do you have another one? Yeah, of course, of course. We got, we're going for the top. It was five, but then one topped it this week that I had to add to it. This one, yeah, yikes. So we'll, we'll skip ahead. This was a this was a real trial. So the judge is on here right now. But where is this in, in uh, Peru? 
I think this is. This is in Peru. And you, and you see in the in the bottom right corner, this is during an actual trial. There is a judge here. Mm-hmm. And uh, the lawyer stripping off with a lady. Turns out that's his client. That's actually his client, um, which I believe violates a number of laws. So that man oh, will be... Right. Yeah. Red flags? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's disbarment right there. Okay. That's disbarment like me trying to do pull-ups. Shout out to Terry and the, the, the workout boys before. <laughs> All right. So that's, that's enough of that one. All right. Um, you get the idea. But, but we're doing the top ones. So next up, we got this one. Make sure I get the audio on there. Throw us up. This one comes from our own town of Canada. Thank town you, of Canada, Senior. whatever. Thank you, Dr. Tom Bateman. Country. The transcript. Oh, hi there. I'm worried that uh, here. I got one sec, folks. That is not me. Everybody, please mute your microphones. Oh, yes. Now, do you, do you believe that that was or was not that dude? He says, the journalist who was answering the question over the Zoom says, that is not me. But it almost kind of sounded like it was. You're, the, you're of course, going to backpedal. Right, right. But You don't want so, people to know that you were right. taking a leak during a, a press conference. It could have easily been person C, though, not even in the conversation who just forgot to mute their mics. But, I mean, I think, I think at this point in time across the COVID – Every single person has had yeah. themselves a uh, someone using the washroom. Right. Uh, just hopefully without the video on is, is what we'll have to say. But they get more fun from here. Um, right. So so for this one, this one's great. We, you might have to watch this twice in, in case you miss it because I don't have the best resolution. Given here. up here up top, the 38 units at the LIFO. Which three? Uh, can we please not? That'd be great. Miles, <laughs> what is he doing? I I can't really see. No. Oh, do you right. see now? Okay. <laughs> yes, yeah, of course. Yes. Right. I I think that's a high school class, maybe a university class. Dude's You're hitting the bong. On your Zoom class? No, no, no. He, dude. You you may not have seen it. Uh, you might have to zoom in later, Mark. But like, dude's got a big. It's a pink bong too, and he's yeah. he's just ripping a bowl ah, okay. in the middle of a class. Uh, teacher asking if he could please not. You gotta love it. Um, right. Kids don't do that. All, All right. right. What's your now, best one, Mitch? Oh, the, now, no, hang on. We got we got two more. They're important because this one, this one is. Uh, you, you may have seen this one, but this is wholesome as heck. Most of us are here, so if you want to pull out your journeys book, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What was that? What was that? I think you faces are awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a big one. <laughs> That was a big one. And uh, if anyone read the description, you'll see the teacher actually did this on purpose to create such calamity in the in the virtual classroom. It was huge. And look, they yeah, that's right. They accuse her of it. That's awesome. All right, and last one, because that was my top five, but but something pat uh popped up this past week 
-hmm. and it cannot be ignored. Sharing the audio, and we'll do this last one. Cat not being ignored. Well, I believe you have a filter turned mm -hmm. on in the video settings. This is uh, this is how they do official court trials now. By the way, yeah. that's all the context you need. Uh, you might want to. Uh, uh, take, take we're trying look. to. We're. Tr can you hear me, Judge? I can hear you. I think it's a filter. It, in the it is, and I don't know how to remove it. I've got my assistant here. She's trying to, but uh, I'm prepared to go forward with it. <laughs> I'm here lying. That's not. I'm not a cat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Turn uh, off your Snapchat filters. Um, well, it's, it's a Zoom filter. Click the. Uh... I'm ready to proceed. I'm not a cat. I'm sorry, Judge. Right. And those are my my. That's yeah. my honorary mention that, for the top five Zoom moments of the year. That that cat one's probably I, I've watched that uh, about twenty times. I love that. Uh, I love when he says, I'm not a cat. That, <laughs> that is classic. Yes, thanks for that crucial piece of information. All right. I thought for a moment we had a shaggy dog situation in our hands. Uh, what's Jeremy saying? Terry Lemaire, for you, it's kind of more humbling for me to admit, once you get a hold of me, I have essentially 20 seconds till I'm dead. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Terry, Matt. Mr. Mitch Wilson, even you, Kinsman. Yes. Another classic laydown of a show. So we, when oh, are we and, back uh, here? Jamie, of course. I forgot oh, that let, Let's yeah, go yeah. Sens. And I have our sponsor's T-shirt on tonight. You do. Oh, oh that's right. Oh. Can we see it? You want to see it again? Yeah, I want to see it again. Richard Wilson from Wilson's oh, Auto Detailing. You, you know, I just want the team to get paid, but also yeah. them to get business. <laughs> He's awesome, Richard Will. So what do we say about Richard Wilson before we go, Kinsman? He's an awesome guy. If you're in for uh, Nano Ceramic Protect in Timmins, you can find them on Facebook at Nano Ceramic Protect Timmins. And you can also find them at uh, his, shy, his shop there on Wilson Avenue, 36 Wilson Avenue. And again, uh, Richard Wilson, Wilson's Elite Auto Detailing, sponsoring tonight's big show with Terry Goodtime Lamare and uh, we had Matthew Poulin, his uh, trainer on the show. What a, what a great show. And of course, uh, Matthew Jean winning a $20 gift certificate to the McIntyre Coffee Shop. So Matthew will reach out and make you a big winner. And we've got- the Best uh, poutine oh, in town, according to Alain Cavillon. And uh, they've got the best fish and chips too. Uh, if, you, if you didn't know, they actually use beer battered fish and chips and the beer is battered from uh, from uh, Full Beer Brewing. Jonathan, Good. same here. So there you go. Awesome. All right, guys. See you Thursday. We'll see you Thursday for another small business night here in the city, a part of Kins and Klopp Live. We'll see you then.